0: It's, the rules are changing every day, and you have to evolve and adjust accordingly, and that's hard. And, and as an operator, you have to, like, every day figure out, like, okay, what's the hot topic today, and how am I going to solve that? And then, and then, like, take action quickly. But you got to listen to your customers. you got to find out what they're saying, because if you don't know what they're saying, then you're not going to hit that mark. You think like your bathrooms are the most important and they're like, I can't even use your bathrooms right now.
1: What's up, Zach Oates here, author, entrepreneur, and customer relationship guru. Welcome to Give an Ovation, growth strategies for restaurants and retailers, where we find industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, the actionable guest feedback tool that works on or off premise and is easy, real time, and actually drives revenue. Learn more at ovationup.com. Welcome to another edition of Give an Ovation. I am joined by Paula Grissell. Uh, she is, I'm so excited that she's here with us because in these crazy times, operations has been taking a beating. How, what, where, when, all of these questions, you need an operations expert to help you out with them. And that's exactly what Paula is. She ran operations for Mod Pizza, REI, Starbucks. She's constantly looking for ways to help the community. Um, She's actually currently helping at-risk and homeless youth. Uh, She's not only just an inspiration, but she's someone who's always out there um, asking what's new, what's next. Paula and I connected a little while ago enjoyed our conversation so much. I I just was like, hey, we just need to hit record on these conversations, Paula. (laughs) So anyway, thank you for joining us, Paula. Um, Really appreciate you coming on Give an Ovation.
0: Thank you. This is exciting. It's been great talking to you and I love to share my information, you know, whatever I know.
1: (laughs) yeah no and i think that attitude is one that really resonates in the hospitality industry that's probably why you got into it is because you do have a very much like service attitude and i i love that um so let's let's talk about this uh operations things are crazy right now everything yes. is changing everything is different talk to us about what should someone who is head of operations of a restaurant or a retailer um
0: what should they be thinking right now? What should they be feeling? They need to really tune into what their customers have to say and what their customers are thinking because it's a totally different world and everybody's in this weird spot right now and they don't really know what they think. But customers need to feel safe, which that's a new thing. We've never really had to experience that before. Yeah, it's
1: kind of like standard, right? It's like, well, yeah, everyone feels safe. Why wouldn't they, right? And now, yeah. It's a, it's a new thing, which is a bizarre concept,
0: yeah. It's, the rules are changing every day, and you have to evolve and adjust accordingly, and that's hard. And, and as an operator, you have to, like, every day figure out, like, okay, what's the hot topic today, and how am I going to solve that? And then, and then, like, take action quickly. But you got to listen to your customers. You got to find out what they're saying, because if you don't know what they're saying, then you're not going to hit that mark. You think like your bathrooms are the most important, and they're like, I can't even use your bathrooms right now. Yeah. <laughs> so you gotta like, you gotta like adjust accordingly of what is their needs. And right now, it's like safety is a big thing, compliance is a big thing. We trust a lot of our regulatory compliance agencies to help us along the way, but now there's no rule book for that, and we're creating that. And you have to be open to evolving that, and you have to listen because what is it that's important to your customers is gonna really change almost day to day, week to week, month to month. I mean, we don't know what that's going to look like. And so being adaptable is key Um, and not being afraid of that. Like everything that you've done before, great. Let that be your foundation and use that to help you propel you forward as you think about what it is that you need to do today in the moment. The future is way too hard to predict right now
1: yeah no, I, I was agree. I was talking with someone who does a lot of market research, and something that he said was all of the research that you did six months ago is obsolete right totally. it's, you're dealing with a new customer base a new a new brand uh quite frankly in these in these times, and so you need to start from scratch and I think that that's you know what you're saying really resonates because that makes a lot of sense that's what we need to do in these crazy yeah. times is listen to our customers now it's hard enough, Paula, to listen to your customers when, you know, uh, pre-COVID, right? It was hard to get people to give you feedback. Um, it, so where do you go to listen? Like, what, what would you recommend?
0: Um, right now, people are using technology. You gotta meet them with technology. People, it's new to them. and uh, We've not used it to the degree that we use it now, I mean, you and I would probably have a phone call, but now we're doing video calls. Like this has become our world. So how do we talk to our customers? And customers are people, we're all people. How do we connect with our friends, our family that are remote? We need to figure out how to like talk to them. And so I think you gotta talk to them face-to-face. People want a little bit more face-to-face interaction with a mask on, maybe not in person, but we gotta, we gotta find those ways. So. There's a lot of surveys out there. Like you order stuff online. Great. There's an instant way that you can follow up and get feedback. People are using their cell phones. They have to use their cell phones when they go into a restaurant or a retailer for all the curbside delivery. Hey, how are they going to know you're there? Yeah. You got to like yeah. tell them, well, while they're sitting there in their car or about to like waiting for you to run out and give a great opportunity to like talk to them. And that person that does come out and talk to them, there's a great opportunity to talk to them in a quick moment, six feet apart and just get a good glimpse idea of how this experience went. You can tell by just reading the signs on people. Like we do that every day constantly. So it's like, it's the little things at this point. And when you, and when you're asking questions of them, keep it very relevant to what it is they're doing right that moment and not too much. Like I said, don't ask them about the bathrooms. stupid. They're not going to use your bathrooms unless you have them open, which is very hard to find these days. Yeah. And I I
1: love that because it it is a little thing I'm thinking, I didn't even think about this until you mentioned it. You know, last night I went with my wife and we, we um, went out to get cookies and uh, we, yeah, cookies. Yeah. And and we pull up to do some drive-through cookies. um, And the, the guy who was taking our order, he was standing outside with the, you know, the POS um, but he literally was standing like four feet away from my window. Like I appreciated that he wasn't at my window, you know, leaning yeah. into my car. Um, <laughs> and I think you're right. That, that did make me feel more comfortable. And, but I didn't realize it until you just said that. And I think that's, that's totally right. It's those little things, um, that, that you do that make that difference. And one of the things that you had talked about was taking action quickly right? A lot of times, Paula, you see someone who wants to make a change. There's a good, I, good rationale for change, but it just takes months to get it rolled out to all the locations. How do yeah. you expedite that? How do you take that action quickly?
0: You just be fearless. Just do it. You do it and you adjust accordingly. Like you just be very nimble. I'm like, how many times would we figure out this well thought out plan, and then you come out to execute. I've been a part of these projects, year and a half project, roll something out, and instantly, you miss something. And you're like, how do we miss it? Well, that's fine, just adjust. Just keep adjusting as needed. I mean, it's basic lean thinking of like, put it out there, adjust, you keep adjusting. And keep in mind, business and everything evolves. Like what worked yesterday may not work today or tomorrow, or what yeah worked yesterday may actually work tomorrow. We don't know. But you have to like you have to be nimble and you just gotta just go for it. I mean, we as operators know what we need to do, and sometimes we let our fear get in the way of just executing on it. And you execute it knowing second day in, you need to you need to make a tweak. But also, don't make a tweak too fast. You got to, like, let it live because there's a whole learning curve that goes on as well. So you got to get people a little bit comfortable because you can see, is that really a problem right yet? Is it a problem worth even solving at this point? Because maybe it will just work itself out. But at the end of the day, talk to the frontline employees. They're the ones that know everything way better than someone that, like, Knows a lot of information. I am no expert. I gotta go talk to the people on the front line because they give me the best ideas. They know what to do.
1: Well, I, you know, that just shows that you are the expert, right? Because experts know that there's so much they don't yet know. And, uh, and I think that you're, you're right, though, in terms of when you make a change, one of the, one of the things that people want to try to do is really quickly, um, really quickly pull back if it's not working right away. But we're dealing with with humans the whole time, right? <laughs> and, and so I think that one of the things, um, I guess, let me, let me ask you, what, what would you recommend to employees? How, how do I talk to my employees about this wave of constant change that's going to be coming?
0: Well, I, I think you have to let them know change is coming and I need your help. So if they feel like they are a part of that solution and they get to give their feedback, they're more apt to change and they're, they're willing to try new things. And asking them, hey, would you mind just trying this and give me your feedback? Mm-hmm. Like, I know this is going to be hard. Change is hard for all of us. So, like, can you give it a go and, like, keep in touch with me and let's just have an open conversation about it because I'm here to support you and later, that's what they want to know is like, hey, you're helping me make my life easier. But at the end of the day, happy employees will give you happy customers and everyone wins. That's what we really want. No one's yeah. trying to like make people upset.
1: No, I think that's a great point. It, happy customers are made by happy employees, right? Yeah. Like there's there's yeah. this virtuous cycle there. Um so what, what types of, getting down to like the brass tacks, in your career, what have you actually done to get frontline employees involved? Because you've worked with some very big brands, have a lot of people involved in them. <laughs> how, do you, how do you get those frontline people involved? What, what strategies have you seen to be successful?
0: Um, I think give them an outlet to give their ideas. Um, you remember the old suggestion box? <laughs> I don't recommend the old suggestion box, but I mean that's the old school way. So what's the new school way of doing that? Like we have technology, you know. So how do you use some form of internal social way to communicate that? At mod pizza, we had a way for people to like give their ideas. We had that at Starbucks, we had that at REI. Like you need to give them a way, and then you gotta take action on it where you gotta at least show here's all the ideas we got because you will get lots of ideas and you can't do them all. So you got to set that expectation, but Hey, do some of them. Like where's some quick hits that you can do, you know, and where are the things that are going to take longer and use them, invite them to be a part of that part of that program. I always love to use people in the stores, in the field to like, Hey, can you help me with this? We tested, almost everything that went out into a store before it actually like went to everybody. So you do a small group, get a lot of information from them and then you take it to a little bit bigger group, get some more information, like how does this work on a bigger scale and then go for it. And then again, keep in mind, you're going to have to adjust because something always doesn't quite work and you miss something important. But
1: Yeah. And, and have you found in your career, have you found that, um, when you open Pandora's box uh, to you know employee suggestions, have you ever found it's a bit overwhelming? Like there's just too much that people are asking for, it's too complicated or, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, I think it, it's a lot of ideas and so you can get easily overwhelmed with like, I can't do them all because you still want to do them and you want to help. Um, and a lot of times just you realize that they don't understand the bigger picture because they're in, you know, maybe their their world, like their store, their unique situation. So it's a matter of a helping you categorize everything out a little bit more so you have some buckets that you can look at and just really digest the information. There's good stuff out there. It's just finding it so and not being afraid of it. Like, read it all. Read it all, categorize it, and then figure out which are the ones that are like, that are really going to help your customers and help your employees. There's a lot of like other things that like, those are nice, but you know, there's the nice to haves and the need to haves. So let's focus on a little bit of the nice to haves, a lot on the need to haves.
1: Yeah, totally. Balance,
0: and you need a balance.
1: You do. And I think at the end of the day, one of the things that we talked about uh, when we chatted one-on-one, I, I loved our conversation around you know, customer relationships and building those relationships with customers, because at the end of the day, everything that we're doing in operations is to create a great customer experience, right? And if we're not measuring and, you know, repairing and uh, building that trust and that customer experience, then it's like, it's like playing a sport and not keeping score, like you get to the end and you're like, well, I, I think we won,
0: right? Like <laughs> isn't that how good sports work these days anyhow? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: but but yeah. can you talk a little bit about the the role that you know guest experience plays in operations?
0: It's huge. I mean that's that's what you're in it for is, is that your customers are humans, they're people, right? You're in the people business. And you're offering a product for them or a service for them and so you need to understand like what's that going to work what's going to work for those people who in turn are your customers because they're paying for your services it is a business you know face it but they're all individual people just like you have individual relationships with all the people in your life same thing with your customers and yeah you've got hundreds of customers but each one There's some commonalities, but each one has some unique differences and you need to figure out very quickly, like what is it that you need versus what you need versus what you need. And once you do that and you satisfy those needs, because it's not always a blanket thing that's going to work. So it's really quickly gained to know those individual people. And I think I learned that best from when I worked at Starbucks Coffee as a store manager. And you're like, you got people coming in who just woke up (laughs) <laughs> who need your coffee you it's, you are between them and their cup of coffee and you just gotta figure out like do you chat with this person do you just hand it to them do you make eye contact do you like quickly figure out what it is you need to do i found out that really a smile goes a long way
1: <laughs> yeah and and even you know tyra banks she tells you to, you can smile with your eyes right even with the, yeah. you get that mask on, yeah, you know, smile yes. with the eyes.
0: I know we all try hard to not have those like crow's feet, and now we want them. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, Paula, um, here are my key takeaways from today. One, uh-huh. tune into what your customers are thinking and feeling because that is changing daily. I love that insight. Two, yeah. use technology that consumers are already using and make it relevant. Right, be where they are three take action quickly and i love be fearless about it don't be so scared about taking this action do it and then change it tweak it as you need to four get frontline workers uh, on board and involved and then lastly remember that you are in the people business you're not th- the product and service you offer is secondary to the fact that you're offering it to people humans they're just like you and me they have the same desires concerns they you know they get frustrated in the mornings when they're tired they get they're in a rush at night to get home and so if we think about it take that step back and stop thinking of them as customers start thinking of them as people then i think that uh the operations will take the, the necessary steps to do that so paula thank you for coming on how do people find you follow you
0: thank you um i I would love to keep this conversation going with anyone that's interested. You can find me on LinkedIn, Paula Grissel. um, Give me a call. Give me a text. Give me a message, whatever it is. But I love to talk to people. I am a people person myself. <laughs> I'm very customer oriented. So I'm not going to say no to anyone. So um, I love to have the conversations. You see, I get all excited, just like you do. I'm like, hey, let's talk about this. Yeah. I, and, and Paula. It's fun. Yeah, I know. And
1: last time we set up a, a short call just to get to know each other. And we just had so much fun just talking. And I was like, oh, we got to have you on the podcast because I love how you think about things. Uh, you're, you're an inspiration, Paula. I appreciate what you do on the humanitarian front. Um, and so today's ovation goes to you for not just being a great operations person, but also being just a great person. So thank you, Paula, thank you. for coming on.
0: Thank you, Zach.
1: Glad you're with us today and thank you. Thank you to the risk takers, the troublemakers, the crazies who are keeping this world clothed and fed. You're the ones who deserve an ovation. Again, this podcast was sponsored by Ovation. To see how we can help you grow your business, go to ovationup.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, remember to give someone in your life an ovation today.